0: Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today I'm with special guest Danielle Piszczek, one of the co-owners of Folia, a hair salon slash plant shop. Today's conversation will be about her journey and her swing at entrepreneurship. Uh, without further ado, hey, Danielle, how are you doing?
1: Hello. Oh,
0: how's today? How are you doing?
1: Uh, good. The sun's out, so.
0: Sun is I'm out. I'm happy. We're in your sunroom. The sun is coming in. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Let's well, uh, this has been a pretty big year for me. Um, I got engaged in December and then pregnant in January, (laughs) married in May. (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: That's a speed up. Yeah.
1: So, and then we're having a baby in September. So. Wow.
0: There's a lot going on. There you go. (laughs) That's a lot, a lot on your plate right now. It really is. Holy cow. You've been managing to keep cool. The baby kicks haven't been too hard
1: oh no they're rough they're rough yeah
0: <laughs> all right folia um, it's, that's a very very unique unique place plant shop hair salon um,
1: yeah so that kind of started from a bad day at work yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my friend, uh, was just listening to me complain and bitch about my day and how I hated where I was working. And she just said, well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and so we, uh, as impulsive as I am, we got up and we just started driving around looking for, um, storefronts. And actually we found the storefront that day, but it happened later down the road when we actually
0: opened it, but... Oh, wow. So um, where is your location located at?
1: Uh, 719 South 5th Street in Walkers Point.
0: That's a very hidden gem type of area right there. I feel like that's very up and coming. It is. It is. Yeah, there's
1: lots of uh, new buildings and lots of new things popping up, but we still really want to keep the neighborhood uh, a neighborhood.
0: From child to now, your journey and passion for hairstyling. Did you ever imagine you'd be a business owner by the age of 31? No. <laughs>
1: I never wanted to be a business owner. No? No. Just that uh, bad
0: day at work that was like, nah.
1: Well, I uh, I always knew college was not for me. Uh, I was all dead set on going to beauty school since I was really little. And then uh, I had a... High school guidance counselor say to me, So what do you what what do you want to do after high school? And I said, well, I'm gonna to go to beauty school. And he said, But what do you he said, but what do you want your real job to be?
0: Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. I'm not gonna say names, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately was instilled with fear and decided that I should probably go to be a nurse or something that didn't last very long. I was a CNA for like a year, and then I was, a, I was at MATC for about <laughs> a half a
0: semester. Yeah.
1: And then I dropped out.
0: What, what sparked your, your passion for hair?
1: Um, my first memory of wanting to do hair, I was probably five or six years old and I had a babysitter who had hair down past her butt and I would braid it and style it and do all of these things with her hair. And I remember she looked at me and she was like, you could do this like when you grow up. Like if you want to do this when you grow up, you could do this. And I was like, people get paid to do
0: this? Like? <laughs> The enlightenment
1: (laughs) Um, And then, you know, there was just There was another time too I remember I was probably like 10 or 11 My mom took my sister and I to get pedicures At the beauty school And I just remember getting a pedicure And watching all of the women All of the students Styling and doing all the. It must have been prom Because everybody was getting beautiful updos And hair color And I was like, I'm going to do that one day like that, I'm gonna do that.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I mean, it took me a, a while to actually get there because I thought that, you know, they didn't make any money, they weren't gonna be successful. It wasn't a real job, but um, eventually, when I was like 22, 23, I uh, finally went. I quit my job, <laughs>
0: I went to you, beauty school. <laughs> you took the leap of faith. I did. Yeah, um, what school did you end up going to?
1: I went to a VC uh, Capelli on Highway One Hundred.
0: Awesome, and and how long did that th- did that take of schooling? Uh,
1: well, it's supposed to take a year, but <laughs> <laughs> I was late a lot, so I uh, mine was about a year and two months. <laughs>
0: there you go. It got done. That's all that matters. It
1: did. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. What is folia, and how does it, how does plant tie in?
1: Um, folia. Um, okay, so wait, like you want the definition of folia? Up
0: to you. If you want to get a <laughs> definition or uh, yeah, um. it's, it's 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 such a different name. Like I I I never before your shop I'd never heard that word.
1: Okay, so folia means, it's a plural form of folium, a thin leaf-like structure from Latin. It literally means leaf. Yeah. Um, and the plural comes from that there was going to be multiple of us in the space, um, all our own businesses working out of the folia umbrella. Oh,
0: wow.
1: And then um, the leaf is obviously where the plants come in and, <laughs> you know i really wanted to incorporate plants and the the previous salon that i worked at um, also had a lot of plants and all of the clients would always be like what what kind of plant is that what is that what is that obviously i i didn't really have too much knowledge on plants but i said to the owner i said why don't you sell these plants and then just get more and have them as decoration. Cause they're kind of serving like a dual purpose. Why? Yeah. And, um, I now know why she didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work to keep plants alive. Cause it's not like a shampoo bottle that just sits on your shelf and sells itself. You know, Got like
0: you.
1: you have to water the plants. You have to talk to the
0: plants.
1: You, <laughs> you have, gotta
0: be nice to it. You
1: have to take care of them. You have to make sure they have all this, the right sunlight and you know fertilizers and so it is a lot of work but um we keep it pretty small so it's not too overwhelming
0: yeah and and i keep thinking to myself i i I don't i've never heard of any shop like yours and that i think that's very unique especially in the milwaukee area like yeah you don't you don't hear like a hair salon plants yeah you know so you're a co-owner Yes. Who is the other owner?
1: Nora Hartzell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: She uh, is like literally the best business partner I could probably have asked for. But this didn't start out with two of us. It started out with one of us. And she's just a good friend of mine. And that day that I had a bad day at work, a couple of days later, we ended up all getting together. I have a couple of girlfriends that are also hairstylists and we had wine and we were just you know eating on a back patio it was covid and i said i'm opening a salon so if anybody wants to come rent from me you know i'm doing this soon I, (laughs) I, i had nothing like i didn't have a business plan i didn't i didn't have i had nothing so like Two days later she calls me and she's like, I really want to rent from you, but like how soon are you doing this? Cause I need to get out now. Like I wanna get out soon. I don't have a year, Danny. I'm like. Anyway, to make a long story short, a couple weeks later she calls me to come over and have a glass of wine on her patio. It was like one in the afternoon, so I thought that was a little bit odd. And I was like <laughs> We're about to
0: date drink some wine. <laughs> yeah. Headaches in the morning. Her
1: well, son, son was napping, so we had to take advantage of that. Um <laughs> and she we go over everything and she helped me come up with a name and I was like oh my god this is so exciting like I she was really driving and I was just kind of like wow this is this is great anyway she looks at me and says how do you feel about a business partner and immediately I wanted to yell yes (laughs) because I had quickly (laughs) realized how much work this was actually going to be and she's extremely type a so like She's got spreadsheets and she's got, you know, we're literally the yin and the yang because I am not like that at all. Like that
0: actually ties into the next question.
1: Does it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I got to ask. I'm like with this story. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. That that right there. It's like that kind of fell in the lab. It's more like a fate type of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, what type of business owner are you? And, you know, her.
1: Well, Nora is very orderly. Nora has spreadsheets. Nora has, she has a spot for everything, and I am just, you know, kind of like, let's do that. Go yeah. with the flow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty laid back, you know, until like a couple of things have crossed me too many times, and then I might blow up. But you know,
0: yeah, <laughs> he's
1: trying to keep my cool. Um, But we're both very different. Everybody always says, like, you guys are a complete package. And it's nice that not all the burden is on me or her to to run the business. Yeah. Especially because we're both pregnant and going to be going on maternity leave 11 weeks apart from each other.
0: Nora's pregnant, too?
1: Yeah. She's having a little girl in um, July.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. When When did she break her announcement?
1: Uh... I don't know, a couple, what, fall, Christmas time?
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That, man, you guys, Yeah. you guys went to work.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hers was planned, mine wasn't.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: Again, hers was planned. Planned. She had the spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, What type of culture would you say you have at Folia?
1: A lot of the girls that work at Folia are girls that we have worked with in the past. Um, I don't know if I touched on this. There are there's a total of nine of us. We have uh, four part timers and what five, five full time. Anyway, um, a lot of the girls we knew from previous salons we've worked with before, and so we wanted to make sure that the girls that we were or the men that we were working with. We knew how they worked. We knew their style. We knew that they are not messy. We knew, you know, all of the... We just... When you work with people for a long time, and then you go back, you're like, man, I really want to work with that person. Like, they were inspiring. They were... So, the culture that we try to keep is very open. We try to keep it no cattiness. We Everybody picks up after themselves. We just... We're all very inspired by each other, and we have a couple people that will do uh, classes or they teach, and we try to support them and learn from them. Yeah, but our culture is very important to us because one bad apple can really... Uh, Tear down the... Really, yeah. It's yeah. not it's not a fun... It's not fun when... I mean, that's any workplace. That's not just a salon. But when you work with a small group of people, it can really make a big difference. When there's just one bad one.
0: I don't want to sound sexist, but it's it's all women, right?
1: Um, In our salon, yes, it's all women. Yeah. I have worked with men in the past.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. What um, what do you think has been the biggest challenge since you've opened? COVID. <laughs> oh, the big C word.
1: Uh, I mean, we opened during COVID, and nobody would give us a loan um, or anything because... I mean, what bank is going to give to women who don't currently own businesses or anything a business loan? Um, we did get, we did try to go through, like, WIBIC or whatever the... I forget what it stands for. Um, and they have, like, an insanely high interest rate, so it felt kind of like a trap. But anyway, yeah, COVID's been hard just because we do, with the nature of our work, we do work so closely to people's faces. Yeah and we are literally in a bubble with them for anywhere from an hour to four hours so if your client has COVID you're getting COVID <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously the whole masks and like we're working I mean you know behind the chair with blow dryers it's loud we get no guidelines of I mean one week it's this the next week's the next week it's that yeah yeah um, you know, now it's changed so much. It used to be what, fourteen days. Now we're like, do you have symptoms?
0: Do you have? <laughs>
1: are you having symptoms? It's been it's been hard just because there are so many questions. And then Nora and I are you know the leaders uh, at the salon, and sometimes it's hard for us because we don't even know where to navigate. Other than that, we don't. I feel like we haven't had too many challenges. Like with the girls, or with clients, or with like the nature yeah. of our industry, it's mostly just been. So whenever COVID's over, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it'll be it'll be a breeze.
0: <laughs> so from from when you started until now, have you seen a change in the in you?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that I'm not a leader because that. I I don't like to follow so, but I'm also not. I've never had like the like everybody follow me kind of you know. i yeah. I just kind of been on my own like little boat, but. Um,
0: <laughs> little boat.
1: <laughs> I've had to be a leader, and and everybody knows this about me is I'm no- notorious for being late to work, especially not necessarily to things, but. I don't know why. I just always think I have more time than I do. But I've had to, like, really change – try – try is the key word yeah. there – to change my um, my ways on being late all the time. I mean, if we want people to be on time and not have their clients sitting there waiting for them, then yeah. one of the owners should probably be doing the same. Yeah. But it has changed me. You know, I, for 10 years, I was just a hairstylist behind the chair. And I ran – I had a relationship with my clients and – You know, my coworkers, and that was it. And now it's a whole other level. We we do, we meet with different people. We you know we're in Milwaukee Magazine for Best Salon, so go vote. (laughs) That's Um, exciting. Yeah. Um, There's just a whole other dynamic, so it's fun. It keeps my brain going, and you know, I I love being behind the chair, but you know, it's nice to have a variety.
0: There you go. Being a stylist. So you said 10 years? Uh I think I'm going on 12 years now. No, no, before you, oh, yeah. you opened yeah. Folias. Um through that time, what did that teach you from being the worker to mm. to now you're running the show? So cuz cuz you had a lot of close relationships with the girls you worked with. Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah. So, I'll go back to that, but working for terrible salon owners has really made me you know when they say everything happens for a reason yeah um excuse me working for terrible salon owners has really made me reflect like if i'm like having a bad day or somebody's leaving dishes in the sink or whatever it is i'm like don't freak out again i'm not gonna say names but don't freak out like (laughs) so-and-so would normally do or don't, you know, do this. And, and really it's just like all these girls, all, all these girls are our friends. Like we all were really close for the last eight plus years of working together. And so Mm -hmm. I, they, I, I feel pretty confident that they feel comfortable coming to talk to us about things and, you know, they don't make it, I don't feel like they make it weird. Like we're, the owners and we they can't talk to us because really what we're trying to create again on the culture is that everybody is very included and can say how they feel and can give recommendations without feeling like, you know.
0: So how many from that shop came over to your shop?
1: Um so
0: or how many or how many do you still keep in contact with through that because i mean that's like the developing years of you you really yeah we all your
1: we all really craft. grew up together uh we worked at a salon called lovely oh, there you go. um and we all really really became none of us knew each other before going there and then we all over the years like six seven years started like slowly leaving one by one um mostly just to rent um but everybody would be so sad when somebody would leave because we were all so close and we were all you know we would go out after work all the time and we all just became really good friends but uh eventually i remember one of the girls shannon she was like we should all open a co-op together and i was like hell no (laughs) i am not opening a co-op with everybody but um you know, there's just sometimes too many cooks in the kitchen, so you it's hard to manage all of that, but there's a total of, well, everybody but Sarah, we have all worked together, so eight of us. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Sarah and... Oh, no, the girls did work with Daisy as well. Okay. The, so, <clears throat> pretty much all of us.
0: <laughs> uh, still, yeah, that's awesome, man.
1: Um, yeah. Six of us all came from the same salon together, not all at once, and not all... Like, there was other salons in between, but, yeah.
0: What other passions do you have outside of outside of uh, folia? I mean, there has to be something you do on the, the outside.
1: Well, I do a lot of things, but I don't necessarily... Like, that's always such a weird question for me. Like, what are your hobbies and interests? Like, when I was dating, online dating, I hated that. It was like, what do you like to do? I'm like... <laughs> i don't i don't what do you mean like i'm not i'm not like your typical like you know
0: i I guess yeah
1: i i I work i do work a decent amount i love my family like most people don't really (laughs) love going to their family's house but i'm at my parents house like three times a week uh i'm close with my sister and my niece Mm -hmm. and nephew and i uh if you don't know me, I'm obsessed with my dog and
0: <laughs> good Tito sitting right next to you
1: <laughs> I know that <clears throat> that's not gonna be the case after I have this baby, but taking it all in and um I really do like to be outside, yeah I think that's uh I actually asked him if i could if we could set this up outside <laughs> um
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i did like the i the windows open i I love your sunroom you do get a lot of natural light in here
1: uh i like to go hiking i like to travel yeah i'm uh i'm pretty easy
0: that's (laughs) good i i think you know you got a hair salon you do plants and then having that blower in the background really brings (laughs) the obvious
1: (laughs) somebody's mowing their lawn (laughs) yeah uh
0: um what's in the future do you plan to create more shops like this? Because, uh, like I said again, this is like one-of-a-kind shop. I've never heard yeah. of a shop like this.
1: If you ask my business partner, <laughs> she would say that we're opening another salon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I, however, really like the small uh, feel and the culture of the salon. Am I going to be able to stand behind the chair for 10 more years? No. Like... My body can't handle that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's it's a lot
1: of repetition on your body.
0: When you you're cutting hair, what? Um, I mean, besides being on your feet all day, that has yeah. to be exhausting. What is the most trying? Like
1: <clears throat> my shoulders, my back. Yeah. Um, my feet, for sure. Like by the end of the day, I have swollen feet, and like I do a lot of yoga, and I do I walk a lot. Like I, I'm not I'm not a gym rat by any means, but the repetition of cutting you know your thumb you had people are getting a lot of like um
0: like just like a soreness carpal
1: tunnel that's what i'm looking for um and they're it's just it you know 20 plus years in the industry is is rough on the body and like you know i remember you were saying um you're barber yeah um, she's how old? And she had to kind of take a step back from the chair as well.
0: She's been doing it, yeah, her whole life. Um, Jackie the barber. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Jax. yeah, just yeah, Jax. She just retired. Yeah. I'm very sad because yeah. I've been doing the whole sports clips, great clips.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like ah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do after that, though.
0: I mean, as a business owner, that should be the goal, though. Eventually, one day, where you just. You're from the more of the background than being in front of the house.
1: Yeah, but what fun is
0: that? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I could only imagine because most people wouldn't really make that connection, like of it being so hard on the body. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta do this, but when it's repetitious like that, it's yeah. We're like, not
1: doing manual labor, like yeah. You know, my dad and and my husband are very yeah. uh, and you. Um, there's a lot of manual labor involved in that. And I don't have that. I just have the repetition, which makes mm-hmm. it
0: rough. Well, that's, uh, you got a pretty done. No, not yet. <laughs> well, yeah, almost. But, um, it, it's a big year for you. Um, I didn't really engaged <laughs> baby <laughs> married. Uh, yeah. Well, I do thank you for, for sharing your experience, your journey. And, um, I wish you nothing but positive vibes in your future. Folia, if you haven't heard of this shop, check it out. Where where is it located again?
1: Uh, We're at 719 South
0: 5th Street. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful shop. The plants are beautiful. I got a couple plants from your shop in my home.
1: I get you a housewarming gift.
0: Yes, you did. (laughs) Um, Well, my cat is usually very... It's like you
1: got to keep it up high.
0: Yeah. Well, no, you got to keep it closed off. So my daughter, (laughs) my oldest daughter, she uh, she takes care of the plants.
1: Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Good job, Kenzie.
0: But um, thank you again for coming on, sharing your experience, your journey, and I wish you nothing but but success. Thank you. All right. Well, this has been a great episode of uh, Spearhead Conversations. Until next time. God bless.